Hello, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters, friends and enemies. Welcome to another episode of the Informed Population Show. We are right back at you. Today is just the boy, two boys, me and me and Rich. Jake is handling some business, but what's happening, guys? We promise to give you guys a good episode. We're going to be talking about marijuana, but specifically marijuana legalization. But that's right. Before we get on into that. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you had a, a nice Thanksgiving. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at Inform Show. You can become a patron at patreon.com slash the pop. But uh, how was your uh, Thanksgiving, Rich? It was nice, dude. Yeah. Socially distant. We Socially did stuff outside. Nice, nice. We wore our masks as much as we could. Um, it was fun. Yeah, dude. Considering everything that has been happening this past few weeks. I definitely think we made the most of this Thanksgiving safely. Yeah, and like me and my brother are talking about, like one of this Thanksgiving, even though it was unique, it it really showed us like that we could kind of make the best out of anything with family, you know? Right. Like if families can still get together during this time, and you know whether distantly, remotely, or together safely, then that's good. Yeah. Um, I spent it with my mom, with my girlfriend's uh, family. It was really good. I had a nice day. Nice. Yesterday we made it. Yeah, it was beautiful. I liked it. Did you make anything? No, I didn't make anything myself. You got to get in the kitchen, James. I know. I I fucked up. I showed up. <laughs> I showed up empty-handed. Ah. But uh. But yeah, it was a it was a good day. Hopefully, hopefully everyone was safe, and yes. we don't see we don't see a big surge in the next coming weeks. But uh, I mean, know. along with Thanksgiving, we also have to worry about today. Black Friday. Black Friday. Please, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa, this isn't live. So we hope that the ones that you, the ones that did go out, shame on you. <laughs> the ones that didn't go out, uh, good job. And but as long as you were safely going out, then that's okay, I guess. Yeah, stay clean. Got to get them deals. Stay away from people. Yeah. Are you going to do any more Black Friday shopping or, I, or, or, or future shopping? Future shopping? I mean potentially i mean i think like we were saying like everyone's trying to do online stuff so that's yeah. probably how most of our gifts are going to come i'm gonna try to do online yeah but i also try to like if i'm gonna go shopping i try to go really really early because right. for the most part people's sleep schedules got like really messed up during this covid time so no one gets up early in the morning right so there's usually nobody there you know true when i'm getting off at work at six there's you your streets are just Dead, really really right? empty yeah. yeah it's crazy yeah but um but um, yeah, it's going to be a crazy holiday season. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Try to stay outdoors. Everything I think for Californians. If you're going to stay indoors, ladies and gentlemen, get a humidifier because supposedly the coronavirus uh, tra- is like, I guess, can like uh, roam better, transmit easier through thin air. Cold, like I guess when cold air, the, ah, the air is thin. Okay. But through thick air. It, it can, can't. It can like I guess like slow it down. It kills that. Shit. I heard that. I heard that in a report. I don't know how true it, true it is, but yeah. Take some hot steamy showers. Take some hot steamy showers. Do a little sauna. Mm-hmm. But if you want, or if you guys can get a humidifier, mm-hmm. I want to get one. Let me try to get one on. You Amazon. don't have a humidifier? Make a fire and throw some ice on it. Same thing. <laughs> I think. You got him. <laughs> but uh, let's get right into it. What's in the news, Rich? Uh, so in the news, you know, uh, first start off with major the- headline. For California, at least, is the bracing for the surge of COVID patients. Yes, sir. We are are experiencing a big surge. Like, I don't know how many people are. I don't know how many people. It's probably too early to tell how many people. Let me check. Let me check. Not for this weekend or this week, I mean. I mean, well, this week we were were definitely breaking records. Like every day. And this isn't good. Around the country. It's not good, guys. So in California, the most recent data is that one. What? The transmission rate is at 1.2. That means there are 14,640 new cases. And every for every 186,304 tests, uh, 0.8% are positive. Does it say like that's a big difference? Does that is that a big difference oh, from sorry. like a couple of weeks ago? Not 0.8%. It's 7.9% positive. Jesus Christ, that sounds worse. (laughs) Yeah, that's way worse. And there's 104 deaths, and this was updated yesterday. Damn. Yeah, that's in California. So it's a giant spike. So far, currently today, uh, 
the day after Thanksgiving, we have a hundred thousand new cases around the country. Yeah, four thousand in California, and um, that's not with that's not that's not even with Los Angeles reporting their numbers. Mm-hmm. So it could that could be a higher number, but um, yeah. California state in the last fourteen days have averaged. 11,925 a day cases. Damn. That's 100. <laughs> oh, shit. That's 103% more than the last 14 days. Fuck. So, like, we're doubling. Yeah, I was about to say every that. Two weeks. Every two weeks, we're doubling. We're doubling. So, so if we're, if we're looking, at, like, around the country. Okay, well, let's just, look, let's just stick with California for, for, for right now. If we're sticking with California, how many cases were, like, on average? It was like 10,000 or 11,000? Yeah, almost 12. 12. Yeah. So if we stick with that current data, like in the next couple of weeks, we could be looking at over 20,000. A day. A day. Getting it. Yeah. And just in California. And in, in the country, we're like at 180,000 a day. Around there. So double but that. But look at the population. We've always, like we've talked about that, that like True. in the major population areas, the obviously the cases are going to grow. But they shouldn't be growing if you're being responsible they really shouldn't be growing i think people are not being responsible at all i don't I mean pe- i don't think people are being responsible i think people are i don't even follow that many people taking it taking it like taking it easy mm-hmm. thinking that it's good i think <clears throat> i think once people i feel like once people found like our work we're seeing the ease on restrictions and like Oh, it's fine. It's not affecting me. It's, and the people who are being affected, they're fine too. And then like, oh, vaccine is coming out. I yeah. feel like people are like easing back. Like They tried making it safe or sound safe. Right. I mean, dude, it could have been for the holiday season. You know what I mean? <gasps> dude, like for example, like company or corporate leaders were like, hey, ease back those restrictions for this holiday season because I need to make my profits. Be- Even though these companies were at record profits. Mm-hmm. That's that's interesting. Doesn't it seem like a little convenient for them? That seems right? a little convenient for them. I mean, them, to be them. honest, too, they, they kind of own what we watch and everything. So, like, so what? We we are watching the news and everything, like, oh, cases are spiking, all this stuff. But then businesses are in control of their commercials, so they if can be... If they can be put, it, like, if, if cases are spiking, then why are you guys open? Because, if cases yeah, are spiking, yeah. then why aren't you guys shutting down, locking down? And, you know, giving us money to fucking stay indoors. Yeah. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. I just feel like there's a lot of ways that this could be approached, like, in better fashion. You know what I mean? But the thing is that you have to have a lot of people to be understanding I think for the, it to work out. You I know think what I mean? The, I think the, the first thing we, ha- we always, the first thing that you always have to keep in mind is that we are not <laughs> fucking epi- epidemiologists. We are not epidemic experts. So we have to pay attention to the ones who are experts. And if yeah. they're the ones saying that the the best way to stop, at least like at least slow this down is to sh- like lock it down. Yeah. Then, then let's fucking do that. I don't get it, dude. It's not that hard. Well, people want to make it a political issue. People want to make it an individual issue. Mm-hmm. You're infringing on my rights. Uh, you're not going to have rights when yada, you're six yada, feet yada. under. Exactly. Exactly. You don't. You really don't. Whatever, though. So, um, obviously COVID gets, uh, they ruff, it ruffles our feathers still guys. Yes. So please, uh, be responsible. Um, California, Texas, yeah, (laughs) Florida. So another thing is that there's a spike in crime. Um, I'm getting a lot of these reports from, just a quick shout out to this app. Hopefully we get sponsored maybe, no, but we're not. (laughs) Um, but the citizens app, if it's really useful, I use it a lot. Uh, it just gives you like daily actually like hourly notifications on what's going around around you what have you been what have you been receiving um on the lines every day the covid increase it always says like 1.2 increase like daily oh it has like people like it tells like, you oh like oh there's someone who has reported covid right here in your somewhere. area yeah oh, okay, exactly nice and and it's and if you download it you all you're also Dude. allowed to like contribute to the app leave it up to the citizens to do their own like tracing and exactly their own, their own. <laughs> well that's what the citizen app's pretty good for because right. like say like there's a car accident and like you know news might not rep- they don't report every freaking car accident but on the right. citizens app people are driving by and they're like they take a video really quick like car accident on freaking avoid this, yeah avoid this, this intersection uh gunshots heard here 
you know freaking police call to site over here it just gives you like what's going on around your neighborhood so you're not like freaking out constantly like my wife does you know she hears fireworks and she's like who the fuck's getting shot but that's not (laughs) that's not what always happens in my neighborhood right um so i get a lot of the the surges in at least towards i guess south la there's been a big crime surge uh stolen vehicles uh people being stabbed a lot of stabbings have been happening wow um and then the stats are from what the news is reporting possibly because of the large amount of inmates that were released um they're also saying that there's a large large spike in homelessness from the for the same reason so they're releasing these people onto the streets they didn't have a home to go to so now they're homeless and now they're kind of acting out now they have to find a way to survive exactly that, that means stealing a car to them they're gonna do it they gotta do it yeah. and it's getting cold so sometimes <laughs> when yeah, right with dire ma- measures like people go get a little desperate you know it gets cold in L- and it, it gets cold in la county yeah yeah it gets, like what yeah. was last night it was like 40, 40 degrees yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was fucking cold uh, don't but, um, don't bag on us if it gets colder at your place guys right? because we don't, don't bag on us because we want to wear our snow jackets in 70 degree weather okay it's cold <laughs> it's cold, cold. To us. it's cold out we're here. used to 90 every day dude, so you know <laughs> but um I, I can see i can see why during a during a pandemic uh there would be or, or during even like an economic uh slow slowdown or you know whatever you want to call this recession that there would be a, a there would be an increase in crime yes you get me? Yes. yes so i guess i understand why there would be an increase in crime in in uh in south central los angeles yeah but um and then thank uh, you for reporting that man next uh is the curfew the new curfew that they're trying to implement well i guess it is implemented yeah like um restaurants no more dining out yeah past past 10 yeah uh wineries and breweries no more i think like i think you have to stop after 10 or something yeah all all indoor activity, something like that. All indoor activity must be limited. It's like ten to six. Ten to six, but yeah. like, bro, like the coronavirus doesn't sleep. It doesn't sleep. So, guys. what what is what is that for? Like, just lock it down and give us money, and we'll be fine. <laughs> and we're like, we, they got to like, do a lot of things, right? Like, uh, like you're saying, give us money. They have to probably like do that first to shut us up, and then lock it down. I think they're doing it backward. They're trying to lock it down and then do that, or like. I, I don't know what they're doing. What I, they're doing is literally opening everything up because they want they want more money. Whoever's in charge of this country, because like why else would they why else would they not close it down if this pandemic is such a health crisis? Also, I feel like this whole after this election, like you know, obviously Donald Trump lost, yeah. So he's like, I don't have to do shit. He's and not he, trying anymore. And he didn't care. He didn't care about the first two hundred thousand. I don't think he'll care about the next two hundred thousand that die. Not at all. If these, if in these next couple months, um, there's also that to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's a it's a it's a it's been a crazy couple weeks. Yeah. So just like a little fair warning, like with this uh, with this curfew out though, people, if you are working at night or if you're come or you have to travel within those hours ask your employer for a sheet that lets them like of identification that you're working because if the cops pull you over they are going to be asking questions and some and in some cases i've heard of people getting actually like thrown in the back of a car and taken because jesus christ it's i don't know how they're supposed to enact this curve or what they're going to do with this curfew but i don't chance it people there's no reason to try to chance yeah i have a i have a my company gave me a card like i'd give me a little card to say um uh healthcare worker or whatever yeah so to like show work between these hours and all that stuff. they gave me that they gave me that they gave me that when there when there was like a, a fear that there was going to be martial law and that the army was going to be on the streets and that you would need that to show the army oh man the, what a thank goodness what, man. A, what a I remember those. I remember those times. Yeah, we I remember were those sweating days. It. <laughs> we were sweating. We were literally texting each other like, "Yo, you think you think the army's gonna come down and they're gonna enact martial law down here?" And yeah, it's gonna be like a civil war or coup those or are, whatever. Those were real thoughts those in everybody's real, heads. Yeah, that's crazy. And like, I remember all the lines at at the markets at Target. <laughs> the toilet paper being gone. Oh man. How great do we all feel about ourselves now? now <laughs> yeah. But um anything else on the news? I wanted to talk about this on the news. CHP goons had the audacity to kick out families that were uh that were um 
I guess they were in some vacated homes that CHP owns or whatever. But they were they were staying in there uh, for shelter during this pandemic. Some were homeless. Some families were homeless. So they, I mean, they had to pop a squat. Dude, exactly, bro. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't. I have no problem with like we said. It's cold. People. Yeah, I have no problem with people taking over vacated homes if they're not gonna trash it, uh, do some illegal activities in it, or whatever. You know, if they just want to live there, fuck it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? But oh yeah, so see, G- G- fucking Governor Newsom sent <laughs> some CHP goons. I don't know what the hell California Highway Patrol is doing is is doing that. Yeah, to kick to forcibly remove those families, like they literally used a battering ram into breaking open the door, took people out. Some some there were some children there, um, and it's it, the day before Thanksgiving too, and it, it, it and then like I saw a post on Twitter like how can this happen when a, a Democrat a Democrat governor, Democrat mayor, Democrat city council, Democrat um, county board like. And I think the point that I got from that is like, bro, same teams, different jerseys. Yeah. You get me? Like they they do the same things to working class people, to poor people, to minorities. They don't care about us. They don't. They don't. So they, like. They want it all to be comfortable for them and for us to kind of sit back and shut up. Right. They show their true colors when they do that shit. It's fucking empty homes. Like they're not doing anything. But I think whatever. about all I think about that all the time when I see like those new apartment complexes going up and those everything luxurious apartments or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure there's not really that many people that like need or can afford to live in this area. First of all, dude. Right? Yeah. No, and, I, I use I used to live in the projects um, in Lincoln Heights. Mm-hmm. I used to live in a, in, a, in a project in a project housing complex. And I go I go some I sometimes drive drive by there now. That and then down the street, they they've already built luxury apartments, lu- luxurious apartments. And I'm like, how soon are they gonna close down this community mm-hmm. that shelters literally like working class poor people that can't make it? That we're being put, pushed and they're gonna pu- and they're bro. gonna be put they're gonna be pushed out, dude. And and they're gonna be yep, luxurious apartments are gonna pop up right there. And you know what's crazy is that no one can afford those things in the first place, dude. Who's buying a luxurious apartments right now in in downtown LA? It's like, kind of sad because those luxury apartments are becoming like family homes now. You know what I mean? No, no. Like the family home lifestyle oh, is right, like right, right, almost right, right, impossible right. right off the bat for like new families and stuff right. like that. So it's like, oh, the now the new like the the old first step used to be like, oh, go buy a beater home, you fix it up a little bit, you can then you could sell it on your own call and then like use that to build or get a, to get, get an a new, family home, a bigger house, you know, yeah. and you grow with your house. Now it's like I can't even afford to think about getting a house, a, a house here. So I got to jump into an apartment that I could barely afford as well. You know what I mean? And that's my family home that I'm sharing with like fucking 700 other people, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of millennials might might be pushed into that. That's sad. If if their parents weren't owners of their own house and, and, you know, and maybe like passed it down to their own children. Mm -hmm. Um, There's not a lot of people that are not, not a lot of people are going to be fortunate. Have that benefit. A lot of millennials are not going to have that benefit that previous generations had that benefit. Like, oh, like my mom and dad died. I could keep their house. Yeah. We're not going to have that. We're not going to have that luxury. Yeah. There's not going to be houses passed down through generations. Yeah. We're going to have to buy our own house. is being passed down through generation at this point. Exactly. It's ridiculous. (laughs) We're going to have to buy our own house. Yeah. Um, But anyways... Uh, that was some that's some, that some good news man yeah the news yeah. man let's get <laughs> let's get right into our topic marijuana legalization we're gonna be it's gonna be a heavy top heavy heavy subject i got a lot of things to talk about the goods the pros and the cons we'll be honest oh yeah we'll definitely be honest we are not we're biased. not we're not biased um but first of all let's just start at the beginning of what is marijuana so rich what do you think marijuana is my bad it's okay <laughs> uh well, I mean, if we're going, you know, realistically speaking, it is a plant that grows. <laughs> it's green. Right. There's different leaves that it shows sometimes, you know, depending on what strain you get. And if you and if it just happens to catch on fire and you're nearby and you're nearby and you smell something good, a little good, 
you know you, sometimes it's a little pungent you might feel good you might feel good <laughs> yeah you might also feel really really bad <laughs> yeah you might want to sleep all you might want to sleep all day or you might just want to scream yeah all night <laughs> yeah and the crazy part is you're gonna forget how to scream <laughs> it's, it, oh man yeah but i mean like to me um it's it's crazy what it means a, to a lot of people a lot of different people yeah for me you know it's it's a little bit like a it reminds me of like a comfort food you know what i mean <laughs> you know like some people have, food. have people have comfort food where fried like, chicken yeah you know I, I need fried chicken i need a piece of watermelon um marijuana reminds need, me of like a cup of coffee i need some grapes right now those are all my comfort <laughs> foods that's kind of what i'm going grapes. for pizza <laughs> tacos stuff like that um Grapes, everyone dude. everyone ha- there's like everyone has different um what like i guess like what marijuana means to them yeah some people are extremely against against it. It. like oh that's the devil's lettuce don't dare don't you dare bring that ne- near me i will not touch it others are like hey let's hey let's do it yeah and let's and like being honest i've been around people that have had terrible times being high and of course been around people that have great times you know it's a Um, it's a it's a spectrum it's not for everybody it's not for i'm not trying to push it we're not not trying to exactly i will never i will never advocate for someone to to try it it's not for everyone it's all you don't want to don't do it totally up to you but it's also important to to address the propaganda that a lot of people have against or, or, or like these notions that people have against it when they don't and then they make decisions that affect other people yes that and then like they don't know really what it is that is what this podcast is all about we're gonna inform you we're gonna inform you give on you some information the good the bad and the ugly yeah about marijuana and the great and the great there's definitely. the light side yes the dark side and the and the light side yeah but let's just get a we're, let's just get a good understanding of what marijuana is so cannabis as the feds or fe, so cannabis or marijuana as the feds call it is a psychoactive drug from the cannabis plant used primarily for medical or or recreational purposes the main psychoactive component of cannabis is thc i think we all know that cannabis is not only used for smoking it can be made into an oil mixed with foods uh, consumed as drinks uh various other ways and the crazy part is is that i don't know if you know this but like if you eat it you get a different effect if you smoke it, you get a different effect. If right. you drink it, you get a different effect. Every single way has different effects on your body. There's lotions mm-hmm. that you can uh, put that you can like you can rub on like a CBD oil, or THC oil, and you won't maybe feel euphoric yeah. as you do as smoking a joint or a blunt or whatever. Yeah, and and it there's, still gives you like those benefits that you're looking for. There's non-psychoactive uh, versions. Of exactly. It. exactly. It's the 21st century, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, but yes, the effects of cannabis range from mental and physical effects, such as uh, euphoria, altered states of mind, uh, impaired short-term memory, and other effects. Uh, cannabis is not for everyone, like how we said, but it is actually the most used recreational drug, and also for medical purpose for medical purposes. Yes. Yeah. So it has a lot of benefits, a lot of usefulness. Um, and so I know, I know some people that use like the creams for arthritis. You know what I mean? My mom uses her. My mom has really sharp pains Mm -hmm. in her knees and nothing was working. And then I found some like a CBD cream Mm -hmm. and she said that like, she'd like, it's, it's been really helping her. Like when she's like really active and she applies it, she could be more active for a couple more, like like an hour or two and she'll be fine. And I'm like, see, like, dude, how, why would you deny this to people? It comes from the ground. It comes from the earth. What's crazy is you can throw it in your backyard and watch it grow <laughs> and then use it after from your backyard. And you don't got to do anything to it. As Nothing. long as long as you're in a state that allows it. If you're in Texas, we yes, suggest course. you do not do this. We'll unless, talk about the legal states and all that stuff. Unless too. you want the Texas Rangers in your backyard. <laughs> no, not the good ones either. Not the baseball team. <laughs> got them. But um, so, yeah. yeah. So although, although there are some usefulness to this plant. Even though cannabis is a natural plant, how we said, growing naturally in many parts of the world, cannabis became began to become criminalized in the 19th century. So uh, many countries had different reasons to make cannabis illegal. India made weed illegal uh, since they felt the workers were being radicalized. 
That's funny. Oh, because <laughs> they started thinking for so themselves. Like, the workers started smoking and they were like, wait a minute. You don't think we're being exploited for our labor? Yeah. And we're not getting any of the any of the benefits and our bosses are getting all the benefits yeah so india was like no we can't have that wait so if we all go together we can win <laughs> like that kind of <laughs> if thought we, if, we, if we formed a union and we then might get like, benefits they heard union and they were like no no we <laughs> got we got to shut this we got to shut this down what is this weed stuff <laughs> you want me to shut this down d-man <laughs> yeah but uh but yeah so they felt that since the workers, <laughs> <laughs> they felt since the workers are being radicalized india said we can't have that and um, the U.S. made cannabis illegal in the early 20th century when, look at this, when Mexican immigration to the U.S. began after the Mexican Revolution. Yep. So many white leaders, you know, we were just talking about Texas, specifically law enforcement in Texas had prejudices and fears that these immigrants who may have used cannabis will incite violent crimes, violent crimes and gave them superhuman strength. That's what these like Texas people thought that these Mexicans were gonna were using marijuana to like do riots and be super and like be pretty much be Superman around around Texas. <laughs> that's, yeah, man, that's amazing. Re- I think they were the ones smoking weed, right? <laughs> well, I mean, if you look back at it, there was always accounts of people that were against it still using it, still using but it. just it's just like the church. I'm sure man. the Texas Rangers uh, confiscated the marijuana. Yeah, and smoked it themselves. Exactly, and they got so high they were like, "Oh my god, they're the enemies." <laughs> same. It started the same with the natives. Like the natives used to smoke it, and then you know the freaking uh, cowboys would come around, be like, "What the hell's going on?" Probably tripping, and they're like start killing everybody, right? Dude, no, I, I was read. I read the. I read this really good book. I just finished reading this really good book, Crazy Horse and Custer, mm-hmm. and pretty much like Native Americans looked at looked at like white soldiers and they like were so scared that they would hide precious resources from them like they can't have this because they go crazy like for example gold they They knew that it drove them they tried so hard to hide gold from the white soldiers because it was making them crazy yeah yeah and so i feel like they would probably have that with maybe tobacco too exactly right like oh we got to hide this because they're they're oh with also buffalo they literally slaughtered buffalo because buffalo buffalo hides or buffalo robes were so like expensive mm-hmm. that they literally would ride trains and shoot down buffalo dude there was like a mass like uh, almost extinction of buffalo yeah. right yeah like, have you seen those pictures of them like just standing on just those skulls like those piles massive, like, piles skulls. yeah man as big as houses yeah uh, made out of skulls all for money yep and so who's to say that beavers it's so and it's it's crazy that they didn't they, they didn't see marijuana as the potential cra- uh, cash crop that it was going to be. They now they, they do. St- now they do. Yeah. Now there's fucking multi-billion dollar companies that are fucking taking advantage of this shit. But it's amazing that they didn't do that at then. Probably because obviously the tobacco industry is probably big and we're like, no, we can't have marijuana being as popular at, or even more popular than tobacco. Well, also, and then it has to do with like... Um well, like, also they were also scared they're legit they were they're gonna be mexicans they used uh, to call it the wacky tobacco <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> wacky tobacco that's what it was that's rich got it well um like even like uh marijuana came from something else like wasn't marijuana the name or like cannabis is like the name of like a another drug or something like that that they were trying to affiliate i think so i don't know too much about that bro they were framing everybody that's what was going on they needed a boogeyman, and they found one. They f- they found one in marijuana. Yeah, and so yeah. So from 1916 to 1931, 29 states outlawed cannabis. And the Marijuana Tax Act of 1937 essentially banned marijuana nationwide, even after the American Medical Association claimed cannabis to have potential medical benefits. So yeah, even then they knew. They knew in the 19 they in the 1930s they had some early. I guess like suspicions that oh ca- cannabis might have medical benefits. Yeah, but there, but the, but I guess the, the U.S. government was like, nah, we can't have that. Wasn't there something also like the automobile industry got involved because they had started making like car parts out of hemp products? Oh yeah, like they um they were more hemp, durable. Hemp was a really durable, popular product in the 1930s. That was I guess like came from weed, right, or something like that. Yeah, the stock. It, yeah, and um. And the thing is that they made it illegal because how profitable, how pro- you could literally like trade or like buy 
Wasn't our money made from hemp? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And really? then the person... I think, I, I think we have to... Look oh, it wasn't the car industry. It was the paper industry. The paper industry. Yeah. Something like that. And then the, they started uh, printing propaganda against using marijuana and hemp. And hemp, yeah. Yeah. And so that's why we got that marijuana tax act, which pretty much banned it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And after, so after all this propaganda, uh, painted ca- cannabis and cannabis users, especially people of color, as predators or drug dealers... That would steal your teenage daughter, get her high, and take her to a jazz party. That's literally what they thought. That's literally what they thought of like black people and brown people. That they're going to get their daughters high, their kids high, and take them to a fucking jazz party. What nerds, dude. <laughs> fucking like, nerds. Like, oh, we're going to go, ha- go have a good time to stop right. them. <laughs> Don't let that happen. So, yeah. But Gosh. it wasn't, however, it wasn't until... You know, the 60s and the war on drugs where states would increase punishments uh, related to marijuana use or possession. So that's when they started to that's when they started to crack down criminally Mm -hmm. on people who were using marijuana. Yeah. And so even though like, you know, since the 70s, whites and people of color have consumed marijuana at the same rate. People of color get harsher sentences. Oh, we don't shock. Shocker, right? (laughs) Shocker. So that is because the war on drugs was never meant an attack on substances, but substance users. Mm-hmm. Get me? Yeah. And especially since these users were mo- were uh, usually black or brown, also white. They were, we were using drugs. That they were using drugs at the same time at the same rate, but black and browns were being punished more. Mm-hmm. So where are we now? Well, there's a lot. I mean. Marijuana is pretty much part of American part of American culture now. Twenty first century American culture, I would I would say at, at least West West Coast American culture. I would say yeah, but marijuana has been like a big culture has had like a big cultural impact Definitely. on on a lot of on a lot of age groups. The youth, the old, the old, the like the older generations are finally seeing that they were being lied to mm-hmm. and that they can treat medical issues without prescription drugs that they were that they said that they needed yeah with mar- with marijuana a safer a safer alternative, alternative yeah. yeah and so now we're finally waking up also it's being engraved as also we finally know that it's not as toxic as it as they said it was mm-hmm. through i mean through experiences through education yes you know i think education has probably made a bigger impact this whole time like as long as we've we have we have now much more information on on this stuff Mm-hmm. than ever before more of a voice for it too exactly mm-hmm. also we know we know exactly how you said like of a re of a reason for example uh the war on drugs all those people were probably first time non-violent offenders exactly and so now they have an opportunity to get that record expunged clean mm-hmm. and move on with their lives and you know they should be the ones reaping in these benefits that these companies are making definitely off, off this product that they were selling too oh. they were the first ones selling I, the pioneers honestly uh, it and, wouldn't it be amazing if like after like oh you served 20 years for freaking selling two joints to those kids over there right stizzy would like to buy you a house stizzy would like to offer to buy you a house offer you a job yeah and like legit management position it's a career you know but you, you don't you might not own part of the company but you have a career in a house now and you don't have to worry about those 25 years that you lost of your life that you would have been making money to build a life off of it's just it's crazy man how like how the world doesn't think of these things like you know what it is it's just not being understanding to your fellow man or woman it's not being it's it's like you not being understanding and it's also you being reactionary like you not taking in information you being propagandized by the information that you're fed and making it concrete in your head that like oh this is absolute Mm-hmm. Like, you know, marijuana must be dangerous or whatever mm-hmm. if I'm being told by the U.S. government. And and so, yeah, man, a lot of things, a lot of things happen. Mm-hmm. And so since the. OK, so, yeah, where are we now? Since the late 20th century and the early 21st century, we now know more information of cannabis, which is some pers- uh, which was purposely held. Like they held this information. So cannabis is not toxic and has med- medicinal benefits. Most people that were punished criminally were nonviolent offenders it is insanely profitable, how we said, a cash crop. It's which corporations and governments once hated and they now want to exploit it. And to to like also like how you're saying it's a cash crop, what's insane about 
cannabis is how easy it is to grow it. Right. I just like, I can't, like, I if can't, it was I'm like, not even joking. You can throw this in your backyard and forget that you did it and it will grow by itself. Right. Like, you imagine know what I mean? If it was like fully 100% decriminalized legal, like people can make their own gardens, their own gardens, their mm-hmm. own companies. Mm-hmm. And then I could build a network to get other people that have been, uh, that have been penalized by the criminal, by the criminal justice system for mm-hmm. doing this exact same thing. I mean, I don't know, man. A lot of things, can, a lot of benefits, a lot of benefits can happen once, once we now know the, the real information and we get the honest truth and we can decri- start decriminalizing and making it legal. Yeah. And it's definitely great that now there's being, you know, um, like scientific studies done on cannabis and CBD and like all the different, uh, what is it? Um, freaking all the, I guess different benefits that we can get out of the two, but also imagine, you know, as the science progresses, they tell us like, you know, in your own backyard, you can grow this and you can use it for like, add it to this. And the, the chemical reaction will benefit you with your uh, vision. I'm you know, not saying there's an actual. You know what? You know that, what just popped into my head. What's up? You know how you know how they would say that marijuana is like a gateway drug. Yes. What if it can be reversed and say like marijuana, since they have had, since they have had, since we have found, um, medicinal Purposes. benefits from yeah. marijuana. This can be the gateway drug to other drugs that show us medicinal benefits to other things. Like for example, like for example, um. What is it? Um, like, vet, like there was a study that that veterans who had like little doses of MDMA were were able to navigate their PTSD episodes in therapy better. Mm-hmm. And like, imagine, yeah, like if we if we can look at other drugs and see for their medicinal benefits, yeah, like um, mushrooms, like, like mushrooms, exactly, mm-hmm. like that. What is it? What's the what's the actual chemical? Psilocybin. Psilocybin. Yeah. Psilocybin. Right. And so that can be, this marijuana can be like a gateway drug to see other benefits that we don't have to rely on prescription drugs that we don't know what chemicals are being in or being put in. Yeah. Just like a little small side note, like my, I guess, view on the world right now, I'm just taking a step back and looking at everything that's going on. I've definitely noticed that mankind can't keep doing this for much longer. Just the resources that we just constantly freaking blow through every day the constant growing of our landfills pollution of our water all this stuff imagine the difference that we could make if we stop with the prescription products plastic bottles having to freaking not be able to grow this stuff in our own backyard you have cannabis that can potentially give you medicine psilocybin that can give you medicine that you can grow in your own backyard refrain from going to the grocery store all this stuff hemp products hemp products that you can end up making by yourself we can still keep technologies around but it's like these these technologies can push us for a brighter future and a healthier right. future right exactly dude no you're 100 percent. you're 100 you know percent right no i totally agree with you yeah man so imagine you're- like legalizing some of these these uh, schedule one drugs can potentially make that's the a, world a better place. That's you know another I mean? thing. What the hell is it on? What the hell is marijuana? Why the hell is marijuana a Schedule One drug? Right. It has medicinal <laughs> benefits. That's kind of crazy. But uh, let's get right into some economic effects, or, or like economic benefits or effects too, on legalization. So you know the how much money will states earn from marijuana taxes? Well. Many states would get a new source of tax revenue. For example, Colorado imposes a 15% tax from cultivator to retailer and then to retailer and, uh, and on further. So 15% ta- 15% sales tax on the customer. So Colorado in 2018 reported legal pot sales at over $1.2 billion and collecting over $300 million in taxes. And so in comparison, that same year, Colorado took in only $45 million, uh, in taxes from alcohol. Jeez. Yeah, so marijuana is a bigger tax source, a bigger tax income source for states than alcohol, alcohol is. And that's just over the recent years. It's only been legal. That, uh, in like, Colorado. Yeah. yeah for that was in 2018. Yeah. Yeah, so legit. We can be, states can be having much more tax in, like taxes if they if they like maybe do medicinal marijuana legal marijuana mm-hmm. 
like all those all those all those red states are like oh you, you know we uh, we need more t- like you got to you got to like a close back you got to shut down taxes or whatever and think about how much think about how many less people there like um how many less people would be using alcohol or abusing alcohol or other drugs right if marijuana was legal exactly you know what i mean mhm so there's health well, benefits to these things. Well, let me get let me get to that, Rich. A study reported that alcohol sales fell by 15% in states where med- where medical marijuana had been legalized and 20% in counties where recreational marijuana is sold. Nothing but net. So <laughs> nothing but net, bro. You 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 were right. <laughs> so yeah, alcohol sales fell by an, by 15% if marijuana is legal. Yeah. That's really good. So that means alcohol related accidents go down probably would probably go down Mm -hmm. and so you know uh, california pulled in 345 million in in 2018 and washington took in 376 million in taxes so like states that don't have other like other sources of tax like taxable income or whatever Mm -hmm. can have that if they decide to legalize marijuana Mm-hmm. Or have medical marijuana in their state. I guess it's just the thing of the voters, also the thing of convincing people that hey, wouldn't you want to have this in your state so we can have another source of income mm-hmm. to spend on? I don't know our education system, exactly our hospitals, our roads, mm-hmm. and think about how much less damaging it is to the environment. Again, right to grow these crops instead and of it having be, to do chemical plants and all these other things. It could be a jobs program, like for example, states in the Midwest can start growing marijuana farming marijuana we don't have to rely on the black market and other drugs to get our to get our supplies or or marijuana or whatever so the corporate greed can still fund themselves if they would like to (laughs) we're trying to get let you know that you guys can still make this a corporate thing even if people are growing it in their backyards i will let you know they still seek out other (laughs) sources of the marijuana man right yeah you're gonna still you might just be like i'm sick of my own strain i'm gonna still go buy your strain you know what i mean so it's gonna it'll it'll benefit both parties don't be ball humbug about it guys exactly you never know until you try but you know there are however some say that the black market is still strong in illegal sales and some researchers and experts that you know Say either either states will have to remove some existing red tape or full legalization nationwide. Like how I said, if you wanna if you wanna stop drug cartel uh, violence in not just around uh, not just in Latin America but also in your country, mm-hmm. then make drugs legal. Yeah, especially marijuana because marijuana is a big piece of their financial pie mm-hmm. of these drug cartels. So if you take that, let me think about it. What is their, what is their like, um, how do you say, what is their power, what is the power source of drug cartels? Money, illegal drug money. Mm -hmm. So if you take out their, like their, their source of power, then they stop. So like, you know, you can knock that off too. You can fix. It's like a snowball effect. Yeah, exactly. And so another question that is asked is legalized weed hurting the youth of America. Well, Rich. Not so long ago, we were the youth of America. Yes. And we partaked in uh, social activities. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> would you say... Rick scratch. Would, <laughs> that was perfect, too. Would you say uh-huh. that you were hurt by marijuana um, as a youth of America? Yes, definitely. I'll be honest about it. I definitely <laughs> do. It impaired my judgment on several occasions. Um, now that I'm a more mature adult um i use it more responsibly obviously in more responsible situations there right. was definitely times where i wish i had d- not done it when i was younger because <laughs> of the situations that i had got myself into or yes. possibly i mean just i mean i don't even know how to explain it i definitely think that you should do it at a more mature age learn i mean obviously i learned you should not through action. you should you should Ladies and gentlemen, or future Drink responsibly, smoke responsibly, future and future <laughs> generations. If you're listening to this now, wait until your brain is fully developed. Definitely to partake in alcohol and drugs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which that is probably like in your mid twenties. Yeah, like um, let me just. 
I don't know if you if you have uh, any stats. Obviously, I do. do. I do. It, yeah. So supposedly, supposedly, people people really did think that marijuana was hurting the youth of America. One argument was that it could lead to children and adolescents to use it more. You know, the anti-drug group Dare blamed marijuana for a rise in school suspensions and youth suicide. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> But I could a- also see, I could also see how a young mind being impaired like that, if you're depressed, I mean, let's be honest, if you're depressed and you're smoking all the time, it's not making anything better, no, it's you not. know? So just to like inform the population about that, when you're depressed, I honestly recommend taking a step back from smoking, get some fresh air, let the smoke clear, you know, do some outside activities and then come back to it when you're ready to refrain and kind of think about yourself a little bit more. Um, don't or do you, it in a depressed state because it honestly does kind of amplify it because it makes you think a lot. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I get you. So I could see how that is a actual... Why they would blame it on... On... on so, so why they would blame it on marijuana. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the 80s. And yeah. now, thankfully, we have some data. And that data shows that youth marijuana use actually decreases in states where medical marijuana has been legalized. Yep, and researchers guess that this may be may, this may be due to kids and teenagers viewing marijuana as medicinal rather than either recreational or illegal. So the first thing that they get is that oh, it's medicine. Mm-hmm. It's not illegal. It's not harmful. Whereas yeah. generations before were given the first thing that they were saying, oh, this is harmful. You should stay away from this. Your daughter is going to be taken to the jazz party mm-hmm. if if she's smoking this. So like. Just like that argument, isn't it so crazy how ignorance kind of creates like panic? Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So not knowing, like think about, I think about that all the time. Not knowing what your next. more panic. Yeah. What your next step is, not knowing what's going to happen. It obviously is going to make you like, uh, yeah, panic like crazy. So think about educating yourself about this stuff. Right. You'll feel more relieved. You'll, you won't feel like your kids are going to be doing stuff behind your back if if they're not ignorant to the substance if then they, they won't know, be doing it exactly know? if they know the truth honest truth then they will can make their own judge they can make their own exactly. decisions too you can guide their you can guide their decisions instead of you being ignorant and then therefore they're ignorant as well like, and then and then they and then they're doing drugs like the like how in general i mean sometimes it's trial and error like how did I know that I really don't like drinking that much? Well, to be honest, I got really drunk a couple of times and I didn't like it. So now <laughs> yeah. I don't drink that much. You know what I mean? Right. So it could be the same thing. Someone also, could, kids are curious. They're going to do they're going to do drugs. They're going to try alcohol. Yeah. If you're not openly honest with them, mm-hmm. like of the effects of these substances. Yeah. But if you tell your kids that sometimes I can't feel my legs, if I do this stuff, they might be a little <laughs> terrified about it and not want to try it. You know what I mean? <laughs> So I mean, but, uh, being honest, you can and like make it. You could make it funny. You could you could make it <laughs> light of the situation. You know what I mean? Right. Like, just don't lie to your kids, basically, because exactly. they will thank you for it in the long run. Right. The more you lie to them, the more they're gonna try to do stuff behind your back. Mm-hmm. You know. And you know, exactly, man. And um, one study in Colorado showed that teens in the state had a statistically significant drop. In marijuana use mm-hmm. over the past three years since recreational legalization. And so, you know, that's another thing to look at. So for some odd reason, since weed was made even more accessible recreationally. It's not as cool. Teenager. I guess. Yeah, it's not as cool, man. Fuck this. It's not as cool. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Uh, so another question is, does, cr- does marijuana legalization increase crime? And so another argument is that legal, cr- legal marijuana will increase violent crime. And the thing is, I get, I get when people make argument, when people make arguments about crime, it kind of, it, I, it kind of triggers me because I always ask, well, first of all, first of all, what is it? What predicts crime? The people committing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, got him. Yeah. But. I like people are always like, you know, I, when people make that argument online or on the news and the media, like, oh, violent crime is going to increase because of drugs or whatever. Yeah, you I can. always ask, I always ask them hypothetically, what predicts crime? And that is poverty. Mm-hmm. Poverty predicts crime. So if you want to fix crime, 
you have to fix poverty. Definitely. Okay. People don't people don't get that connection. I don't get it. And states that legalize marijuana obviously will still have will still have crime. Mm-hmm. You know, violent crime is always still going to happen. Crime is always still going to happen. But if you want to fix if you want to fix like the crime rate or if you want to like fix you want to fix poverty, then if you want to fix crime, you have to fix poverty. Mm-hmm. And so crime has increased in in many of the cities where recreational marijuana is legal. So homicides in Seattle, DC, and Denver, all major cities with legal marijuana have increased in the past few years. But homicides have also increased in cities without recreational marijuana such as Chicago, St. Louis, Baltimore, Baltimore, New Orleans, and Kansas City. So, it's not the drugs that is the problem. It is it's poverty. poverty. It's poverty that is the po- that is the problem. It's guilty by association for the drugs, basically. But, you know, right? that whole thing that we get that we um, we were like we were taught in high school, correlation doesn't mean causation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In California, murders are down in Oakland, but they're up in Fresno. And that cannot only be blamed on marijuana, how we said. No. Yeah. And so in states with legalized recreational uh, marijuana police no longer spend time on marijuana and rest on marijuana arrest and, and can actually spend time on solving other crimes like violent crimes mm-hmm. um, social um, well, I don't want I don't want police to be handling anything in my opinion <laughs> they, it's they, education they, they, we talked about this already before. right they need to be educated to be more I educated. mean across the board that's what this podcast is about you know maybe if everybody listens to this you know if the police are listening to uh, to this podcast it's okay. You guys been you guys have been lied to as well. You guys have been propagandized. You guys have been turned against your own community. But it's okay. It's all right. We're out here to break those chains. It's okay. Um, and sometimes you can be the influence. You know, you guys can be legit the driving force. You guys can be the protectors of you the can community. Be the silver lining. They can be the protectors of the community against these other forces like government, um, corporate. Like you guys can be Batman. They could be fucking Batman. But Just think choose, about that. But they choose to be... The fucking Joker, dog. God. <laughs> <laughs> they choose to be some evil-ass motherfucker. They, they used to... They could be... They could be like the bodyguards of the, um, the New Rebellion. But they choose to Seriously. be the fucking Galactic Empire. You could be driving TIE Fighters, but instead you're wearing a Stormtrooper outfit. Like, he's fucking... Try to shoot us now. You know what I mean? Fucking losers. Right. But yeah. But back, so, sorry for bagging on you guys. You yeah, guys. It's, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> We're just messing around. We're just messing around. Um, yeah. Uh, anyways. <laughs> what was, what was <laughs> we got off topic a little bit. I know we did. It's okay. Uh, in the end, in the end, for me, this is my personal opinion. Marijuana legalization is about the path towards decriminalization. It is about, you know, changing the false preconceived notions that people have about something that at the end of the day doesn't really affect them like people who are against marijuana if you're not smoking it why do you care it's not affecting you yeah the only way it could be affecting if you if if you if you if you like i guess know that it's harmful for you and you should get help that oh i should probably not yes be doing this yeah which uh which it does which that does happen people become people can become addicted to pretty much anything also marijuana definitely that can be a problem but that's when it's a problem for you not for anyone else and that you shouldn't be making decisions or people should people in power shouldn't be making decisions you, you that need doesn't to be res- affect them you need to be responsible for your own actions especially when using substances in general also you know how dare anyone deny anything in life that is is helpful for someone yes for example kids dealing with like like kids dealing with extreme health conditions like paralysis or psychosis mm-hmm. cancers cancer that have found benefits in marijuana or, yep. or cbd other, other things exactly how dare how dare you deny them that exactly yeah and the stigma against marijuana and other drugs has led to you know laws that specifically target them and ultimately ended in a war on drugs mm-hmm. and which is really a war on poor people yes poor black people poor white people Poor, poor brown people, poor people just in general. And now, where are we? The 21st century, where now corporations and companies can start businesses and exploit it. And this, those same nonviolent offenders are still in jail as a result, as a result of this war. And that is that to me is this whole issue of this whole this like this whole episode why I wanted to do this. Like, 
those mm-hmm. people are still in there. They're still affected. They're still affected. And even if they, they get still released, will be affected, even, mm-hmm. even if they get released, like how you said. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, what would be cool is if like as communities here, I mean, we have access to a lot of government files. You also have access to police records and mm-hmm. records to uh, people being released from prison. You can see the charges that these people get. If it's if you can read and see that it's petty crimes, it's petty nonviolent, nonviolent. I mean, selling, like I said, selling a joint to some dude freaking twenty five years ago, and now they're out on the street. Or just like having a gram on you, like not or less than a gram. There on was you? people that were locked up for that. You want to hear something crazy? I've I have heard that back in the day when they would pull people over for that stuff, and if they found that you had weed on you. Not only would they weigh your weed, they would weigh whatever container the weed was in. They would weigh if you had any weed products. So if you had a bong, oh, a God, pipe, God. a lighter, anything related to that. That was added on. Added to the weight of it. So you could be having a freaking gram of weed, but because you have a bong and a lighter. It's like really heavy. It's like a pound or whatever. You have a pound <laughs> of weed on you. And so people got locked up for those things. Oh, those kind God, of crimes. Dude. And it's not even a crime. you know. Right. So Legit. What crime were you committing? You know, I guess, I, I guess, according to the law of the U.S. government or whatever, you it were, was a crime. It was a crime. But okay. still, like, but now, I mean, if you have, if you can get access to these records, you know, there's stuff like, um, freaking, uh, what is it called? Um, GoFundMe, duh, mm. where you can do, you can do a GoFundMe page for these people. You can, you can make, uh, just pages to show, show support. And help these people get back on their feet after they're released because obviously our government's not going to be doing that for them anytime soon. Right. But power is an influence. So if you can keep influencing the masses to do this stuff for people, eventually, I'm sure the government is going to start turning a cheek and, you know, changing right. their ways about how they look at this stuff and start supporting these people and get helping them get back on their feet as well. You know, I mean we might not be in total control of our lives all the time and that's been shown to us i think throughout this year right (laughs) yeah definitely definitely but the stuff that we can't control is our own mindset and influencing people around us right right so if you can be a better influence just do it try to be you know just try to be and like Mm -hmm. i said earlier like you you don't get any answers if you don't try you know you always fail if you don't try Mm -hmm. so you got to try right exactly man so i I think i think we did a good job today yeah uh informing some people on a you know marijuana legalization mm-hmm. i think i think the future is bright because our generation the younger generations know the truth the cat's out of the bag it's not going it's not going back in nope. we know we now know that it is we have been lied to we now know that it is much more um i guess much more i would say healthier to consume those products than the products and that, that the pharmaceutical companies want us to uh, want us to consume yes much more uh, much more healthier alternative if you want to have fun than alcohol yes um it's just you know it's a safer alternative in yeah. general um for a lot of things we should give out the facts though you know you have uh asthma wouldn't recommend it definitely but you could eat it you yeah, know true, true um if you have Honestly, if you have anything, any sort of heart condition, I wouldn't recommend it at all. Yeah. It honestly increases your heart. Um, and then your heart rate. if there is schizophrenia, the schizophrenia that runs in your family, I would also recommend probably not using that as well because it has been shown to kind of increase those effects. Or like trigger. Or trigger. Trigger schizophrenic like, you know, episodes or. So there is, you know, side effects, but this is, I mean. Like we're like we're saying, it's all within being responsible, like responsible about your usage of it, right? Mm-hmm. So, be responsible, please, out there. Please be responsible out there, ladies and gentlemen, with all types of things in your life, with your, with the things you enjoy, with the, with your vices. <laughs> mm-hmm. If this year has taught us anything, or not taught us anything, it's about how to be responsible. How to be responsible so, and how to enjoy the things that you love exactly. responsibly. Responsibly. Yeah. All right. Definitely. So. But uh, thank you for uh, joining us this week. We hope you join us in the next following weeks. We got some special announcements. Special uh, announcements. Special announcements. Please stay tuned on our Twitter. That's at, in, uh, at Inform Show. We'll be dropping some uh, 
some uh, really important tweets in the next couple of days, next couple of weeks. So please stay tuned. Thank spread you. the word. Spread the word. Let your friends know. The Informed Population Show. Show them your favorite episode. Yup. We would we like to inform the masses. Exactly. So. We like to inform different populations. Yeah. But uh, hit us up. Yes. <laughs> and uh, make sure you guys are safe. Make sure you guys uh, socially distance. Wear that mask. Uh, use that hand sani. And uh, you guys stay informed. Thank you. Stay informed.